This episode of the Cascadian Beer Podcast has been made possible by the BC Ale Trail. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at bcaletrail.ca. When looking to open a brewery in a small community, you definitely need to take into account its diverse agricultural heritage. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name's Aaron and I'm a Cascadian. I have a background in radio and television broadcasting. I'm a music producer and have a passion for beer. I don't consider myself an expert in beer by any means, but I do enjoy and respect the craft and the passion of these brewmasters. I want to learn from these pioneers, what sets them apart from the rest, and why they choose to call Cascadia their home. Cascadia is a bioregion in the Pacific Northwest on the North American continent. It's made up of the U.S. states of Washington and Oregon, as well as the Canadian province of British Columbia. In this podcast series, I profile the unique breweries of Cascadia, a region that has a strong presence on the international beer scene. Today, I find myself in the Fraser Valley on a brewery that's really focused on using local ingredients. This, from Fieldhouse Brewing. My name is Josh Vanerhut. I'm the founder of Fieldhouse Brewing Co. in Abbotsford. Right, and we are in Abbotsford. We are, yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful day here Welcome. on your patio. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, we're, we're, we like these, these sunny days in the patio. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been open for out here? So we opened in January 2016, so just about two and a half years, which feels like um, a very long time, and sometimes it feels like we just opened the other week, too, so it's kind of a weird, weird in-between world. Mm-hmm. And how did beer find you? How did beer find me? Um, oh, I've always looked for beer, but I think the, I think the industry I, I stumbled onto just through um, some friends, some contacts, my sort of previous business, I was working... Um, doing uh, branding and design for some different breweries. We worked with um, Fernie and Steel and Oak and Yellow Dog and a couple other projects and also some wineries, distilleries. And, you know, it was being with them and, and going to these events where you just kind of learn about this industry that's just so unique in, in that it's really like void of true competition. Uh, it's all about collaboration and, and camaraderie and that, that you know, just doesn't exist in any industry. Mm-hmm. So I think I just was, was so taken back by the, by this new approach to an industry in that if we, it's truly like the, you know, rising tide lifts all ships concept that if we all work together and have fun, we could all be successful, which is, which is just unique. And I don't, I don't know many industries that, that are even close to that. So we're out in Abbotsford and the, quite the theme I get from you guys, there is this kind of quite the farm connection and we're out in the Fraser Valley. Um, is, was that the driving theme to open the brewery from the beginning or why did you end up in Abbotsford? Um, yeah, I think what we want wanted to do is it's kind of straddle two worlds. I think we sort of have a great reverence and respect for our farming heritage. So I think that, you know, we designed our tasting room, we could call it like modern farmhouse style because it's meant to be kind of rustic and um, reclaimed wood. And you got a patch of grass out the front. Patch of grass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, you know, out in the fields. Um, so I think we wanted that piece of the connection to our history, but I also wanted to design something that was sort of fresh and new and, and different for Abbotsford. And so that's why we have sort of a bit of a more of a modern, modern contemporary kind of look. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think 
you know, food, we're intuitively a bit of a food community out here. And I think that, that we wanted to reflect that in our brewery and also as far as local ingredients and all the, all the flavors. So. Yeah. And when you talk about that, like you, you're a brewery that stands out to me that really uses fruit and, and things, and you're, you're really experimental in what you do. You don't just do your straight IPA, your straight pale ale, your straight lager. Like there's lots of complexities going on. Uh, mm-hmm. So what was the inspiration behind that? Yeah. I just think that we, we, we're excited about breweries and then beers that were like looking at sort of not just beer flavors, which are, you know, there's some limits to that. I mean, obviously there's a lot of creativity within there as well, but breweries like, you know, Four Winds and Brass Neck that were using really sort of intuitive food pairings and flavorings. I mean, guys like Brent and Kylo, both sort of with chef backgrounds, and you can tell there's like a real unique sensibility to the way they, they look at flavor. And mm-hmm. I think we really liked that, that there was this whole world of flavors to explore and how much complemented the certain kind of beers that we wanted to do, which were sort of wild ales and sours. Those flavors fit really well within that genre. Now, when you say wild ale, you're really capturing the wild essence of the area. What's uh, something special that you guys do here? Yeah. So, I mean, we have uh, three farm projects through partnerships with local farms and where we've got a relationship with them, where we're actively farming their land. We've got a farm team of uh, about five people. And what we do is we try to, A, pull as many local ingredients direct. So it's not sort of farm to table. It's like integrated farm and table kind of concept. Mm-hmm. And so that supports our kitchen program. But we're also pulling all those ingredients from local suppliers and our own farms into our brewing program. So be it blackberries or herbs and spices, we're trying to pull those directly from our farms. And, and we're the ones growing them, which is kind of unique. And then, you know, we're also experimenting a lot with wild yeast strains. So last year we, we did a yeast trial, tried, you know, 20 odd different yeast uh, looked at which ones performed we found one that was really great farmhouse style and uh, we we cultivated up and we did a couple beers with it we did a collaboration with Dagarad and also Steel and Oak that had that yeast strain and really cool different performed differently with different styles of beers so we're really excited so we just started that project again um, this year so we were just out there swabbing on the farm we caught a bee and, and you know just trying to like look at any ways to extract the, these natural, you know, phenomenons of yeast and then bring them into our brewing program. Right. And with that too, it's also local in the sense that you showed me the brew house back there. That's made locally, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Newland Systems, who's, you know, world renowned producer for um, equipment, it happens to be in Abbotsford. And so for us, it was a no brainer and who we were going to use, you know, I mean, the best equipment and the fact that it's made here is really, really cool. And that's one of our, sort of our values is supporting community wherever possible. So it didn't make sense for us to use someone when we've got the best in town anyways. And yeah, and they've been great partnerships to us. Like, you know, we had the opportunity to brew with um, the head brewers from Dogfish Head last year. They were in town visiting Newlands. They brought them over. We did a collaboration brew, a wild Riesling ale. Really, really fun beer to make. And also working with guys from Dogfish Head are pretty, pretty inspiring. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty. Yeah. For us, like we just, we know we have no business like brewing with Dogfish Head. So it was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been open two and a half years. Uh, how was the opening? Were you just like swarmed? Like how did the opening day go for you guys? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Abbotsford is a small enough community that there's obviously going to be a bit of a buzz around anything that's new in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like an instant success or anything. I mean, I think craft beer was still pretty new to Abbotsford and especially the beers we were doing. I mean, you should hear every pronunciation for Sour Wheat Gosa, Goose, Gose, right. you know, every, we've heard it all. Right. And I think we, we, when we started our brewing program, we didn't want to make beers that, that were expected. We wanted to make to really surprise people and to show them the world of craft beer. So I think there was a bit of time and uptake on that. Um, but now you have people that probably weren't, weren't, weren't sour beer drinkers or wild beer drinkers. I'm really excited about like our new sour releases and stuff. So 
I mean, it's taken time, but I mean, we've always had, you know, we've always been really grateful for the support from the community. And then not just to the community, you do have a bit of a reach. So like, where do you guys distribute your beer to? Right now we're like, you know, sort of throughout BC in that we, you know, we're mostly from Abbotsford to Vancouver, lower mainland. Um, we've got a few locations on the island. We're up to Whistler and then a bit in the interior, but pretty limited on the island interior just because of the size and scale we are right now. But hoping to get more beer up there as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. But we're a brewery too that just pumps out a lot of new different beers. So, you know, we're, we're having to sp- spread those new releases around, kind of ration them a little bit. <laughs> right. And there's uh, there's some expansion plans in the works here, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, we've always, we've always um, had an idea of how we would expand. We're, we're on a, a half acre property here. So we, we have the building, but we have some plans on how we were, we're going to add some tank space. So we're working through that um, right now. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the timeline, but uh, we, we took, we actually kind of grew and expanded our brew house. We added some tanks, we added our fooders and some barrels. And now we feel it's kind of the right time to ne- take the next step just because we, we feel like we've got you know, there's a, there's a market there that, you know, wants kegs and, and different, some different products that we have. So with that brew house, the size of the system, is that going to expand at all? And what's the current capacity of it? Yeah, no, we're pro- we, we size the brew house, you know, for the future. So we're a 15 barrel system, mm-hmm. 17 heck. And so we're going to, you know, hopefully add some 60 hectoliter tanks. So those are big tanks for us, obviously. And we'll just figure out the right amount and when to add them kind of thing. But that'll just give us a bit more tank space for some of our core products, which we just, you know, we're, we're limited on how much we can produce of them. We like to be able to consistently offer those to the kind of BC market as, as you know, throughout the year. I'm in conversation with Fieldhouse Brewing, and I just want to take a moment that uh, the reason why I'm out at Fieldhouse is because of the BC Ale Trail, which recently launched the new Fraser Valley Ale Trail. On the website at bcaletrail.ca, you'll find each Ale Trail's recommended itineraries, a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC, a calendar of beer events, and a blog with lots of great stories. The regional ale trails include local breweries, pubs, and restaurants, along with other activities the area has to offer. So whether you're planning a weekend trip or being a tourist in your own backyard, why not let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure? Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at bcaletrail.ca. All right, let's jump back into conversation with Fieldhouse Brewing. So you mentioned collaborations is kind of a big deal. I mean, like Dogfish Head, that's a pretty big collaboration to do. Uh, what were some of the other collaboration projects you've done so far? Yeah, so we've, I mean, it's something we we always found were our favorite projects and just getting to work with somebody and bring them to our space and have a, a day. And I think, I think why we love collaborations is it's a chance for us to stop and kind of celebrate the brew day. Like, you know, you got to do so many brews and back to back and it's sort of that it's a bit of groundhog day in some ways, but that idea of stopping, bringing some people in that love beer and want to talk about beer and want to brew great beer and then spending a day with them and, and drinking some good beers and having some food and that sense of community. So um, we, we love doing those. So we've invited lots of people here. We've had, um, uh, well, the local guys, I mean, we did a great, uh, collaboration, a cool ship collaboration with um, Four Winds and Brass Neck and Steamworks and Steel and Oak. That was early last year. We did, we had Modern Times come up and do a collaboration when they were at uh, Farmhouse Fest last year. So that was really fun. We did a, a completely wild forage dale. We had no idea what was in it. There was flowers and berries and we, we took them on this big hike and we got lost and we just like collect things. And then we added some local like wild blackberries to it. So it was a really cool beer, but we, had, we have no idea how we would ever make that beer again. And then uh, yeah, recently we had um, Wander Brewing come up from the States. Mm-hmm. Really great guys. They actually packed up their cool ship that they have, put it on a trailer, drove it up across the border. Wow. <laughs> brought it here overnight. We, we brewed in it, put it outside. And and I've seen that cool ship. That's no small cool ship that they, that yeah. they have. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, they, it was their idea. We were super excited, but, you know, we didn't have to talk them into it because it was their idea. So, mm-hmm. yeah, who else? We... 
you know, we've got a few other ones uh, planned, but I, we've, I don't know, we've, we've worked with a lot of great people locally and, and we've got some other ones coming down the pipe, but we've been, yeah, we've been really lucky in it and we've learned so much in that process too. So we've just been really, really grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then what about your history? Have you been in Abbotsford your whole life or was this a new move and, and just uh, kind of just trying to understand uh, the, the connection here to Abbotsford more for the brewery? Yeah. though. So I grew up here. I went to, you know, I went to elementary and high school here and I, you know, I lived here much like a lot of people in Abbotsford. They, they sort of moved away and we moved away and then kind of went and experienced other places. And I was in Vancouver for a long time and then, you know, kind of was starting a family and wanted, you know, more space and, you know, a bit of a different lifestyle to so move back. But I think, you know, I think what we, what we hope is we're trying to create a community where people don't have to leave. And I think that was sort of the old Abbotsford was, you know, you can't wait to get out of there. And I think the Abbotsford's changing with the breweries and some of the wineries and the food, the food culture that's emerging. And we want people to be able to stay and, and say, well, you can just stay and, and have great craft beer here and have local music and have all those experiences here. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, born and raised, but I think I got, you know, my, my fresh perspective from moving and coming back and really see sort of seeing the potential of Abbotsford. Right. So if somebody was to visit Abbotsford for the first time, uh, what would be some kind of tips to check out when uh, when you're out here? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, downtown's really emerging. So we're, we're kind of a stone's throw from that. Um, you know, we've got Old Hand Coffee, probably, the, you know, the best best local coffee. We've got great bakeries down there. We've got a great cold pressed juice company called Habit Project. Uh, we've got the Polyfox, a great local bakery. And then we've got new eateries kind of popping up. Um, so that's kind of like downtown. And then, um, you know, there's some other great wineries around Whispering Horse, uh, not too far into Yarrow there. Uh, just won a couple of great awards, Mount Lehman Wines, Backyard Vineyards. I mean, some of them are just in and around Abbotsford in the, the Fraser mm-hmm. Valley. But I mean, really, I think if you come out here, you know, I, I would I would look for those really small, authentic, you know, food and beverage offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all run by like local passionate entrepreneurs. And those are, those are, I think, the heart and soul of, of sort of um, the the movement of, of Abbotsford right now. So, you know, if you're in town and pop by Fieldhouse, we can give you a list of places you need to go visit, mm-hmm. um, as well as go visit our friends over at Ravens in town. They'd make some great beer too. Right. And like you have your own uh, little food stand here too. What do you guys serve? Yeah. So we added a, our food program in January last year. And so we brought on an amazing chef, uh, Bonnie Friesen. She's, you know, one of the sort of pioneers of farm to table movement out here. She's worked at Restaurant 62, another great local restaurant. So she came on board and developed a great food program. And now we've got a, a team of really great chefs. So we over half our menus all sourced locally. Everything we can possibly get, we get coming from local suppliers. And then the rest, you know, we, we, we figure out in between. And then, so we've got like kind of familiar comfort foods like mac and cheese, grilled cheese, pizzas, you know, salads, but it's all infused with sort of local ingredients and all, everything has kind of its own unique twist on it. Um, and then we have a little, what we call the sea can, which is like our little pop-up taco kitchen. So we do four different types of tacos, all made fresh, uh, every day. So everything's made in house pizza dough fermented overnight. So we've worked really hard to develop, you know, a, a program that was like, you know, simple, familiar food, but like with a hugely local focus and really, really high quality. So that kind of idea that it's, it's familiar, but also is, you know, really, really, really good at the end of the day. So I, I, I'd assume if somebody was to visit for the first time, that'd be an, an experience that you'd really want them to take away with is it's local as it can be for everything on the menu here. Yeah. Like beer and food. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, being that we're a tea stream, I think some people sort of underestimate our food program just in that you know, they're just like, oh, they've got food because some breweries just have it as like a snack option. We've put as much love and care into our food program as we have our beer program and really worked hard at it. And the, the t- we're super proud of what the team's team's done. And, and I definitely 
feel like if you come to Fieldhouse and you have beer, but you miss the food, you, you've missed, you know, half the equation. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we've talked a lot about collaboration and, you know, rising tide raises many boats. Um, who in, is inspiring you in the province at the moment in terms of what they're doing in terms of beer? Oh, man. I mean, we were just at Farmhouse Fest, which I saw you there. Yeah. I, I, it's... It's hard because I feel like this is a lame answer, but it's sort of everybody. Like, yeah. And I think that festival really does show you that there, BC is making really amazing beers right now. And so many breweries are doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even the BC Beer Awards, it wasn't like one brewery was dominating everybody last no. year. Like it's like quite a spread. So. Yeah. And I, everybody's putting out different good beers for different reasons. So it's, I mean, I know that's not a great answer, but um, I mean, our showing at the Canadian Brewing Awards was, you know, was amazing to see as well so i think i think we're all doing a great job and i I think i mean we're inspired i think by a lot of different beers but i think those are coming from different breweries from for different reasons kind of thing so i mean there's always there's always the usual suspects that you know that that we we look to the steel and oaks and the four winds and the brass necks and uh there but there's there's really is so many what's a great go-to beer for you that you serve here uh go to that they serve here I mean, Argosa is probably like our, our, our beer that we've, we've really worked hard on to make it as, you know, true and classic to style, but like really high quality ingredients made with like sea salt from Vancouver Island and like elderflower locally. So I feel like that's a beer that we're, we wanted to make a really great Gosa and we're really excited the way it turned out. So uh, I think that's one. Our salted black porter is the other one. You know, it's just, you know, it's kind of that balance of something that is classic and drinkable but also has its own unique flavor so i'd say those two are the the ones we're i think the most proud of it just because they're that balance of unique but also really really um really really classic as well but i mean because we we released you know one or two beers a week these days I'm, i feel like i'm always drinking what's new because the, the batches are so small that we're like hey if you don't drink that beer like you're just gonna miss out so yeah, yeah. uh i feel like i'm always i'm always drinking what's what's new because parker our head brewer is you know and the team is is putting out such great beer so you're just excited about what's what's next all right well thank you so much for your time yeah thanks thanks for having me appreciate it big thank you to josh for his time really appreciate it it was lovely sitting out on the patio i mean it was a little bit a little bit of cloud cover but you know it was just perfect and they have a nice big patch of grass out there too with uh, live performances happening on tuesdays and thursdays throughout the summer so definitely go and check that out and uh, I didn't get a chance to try the food when I was out there, unfortunately, but I'm definitely going to be making a trip back to try that out. So thanks again, Josh, and everybody at Fieldhouse Brewing Company. I want to thank you for uh, listening to this podcast episode. Really do appreciate it. And if you uh, did enjoy it, well, how about you subscribe if you're not already? You can subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, now Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you like consuming your podcasts. Also, tell a friend. It really helps grow this podcast and get the message of these breweries into as many ears as possible. You can follow us on social media as well. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer, on Twitter at Cascadian Beer, and on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast. I want to thank the BCL Trail again for their support. Thank you so much, guys, for making this episode possible. And for more information and to follow this podcast series, you can go to the website at cascadian.beer. Thank you so much again for listening. And until next time, remember, support your local.